Hello. I am a zombie. To be exact, I am the zombie elder. And I've called into your station because I just want to talk to you about zombies. And how some people, in particular humans, do get us misconstrued. Did you know that when a zombie is hungry, they don't hunt for food? Zombies remain hungry all the time. They just wander and walk about the earth, looking for nothing, just wandering. They only go on muscle memory. But the zombie elder, we hunt you down when we're hungry, my friend. Good morning, angels. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? What y'all did last night? I know some of y'all hit that club. I knows it. <laughs> Me, I watch a couple movies, a couple TV shows. I'm really a homebody unless I really have to go somewhere or have to make an appearance. That's the only way you'll see me out in the street, out and about. Um, but, yeah, I hope you guys have a great Saturday. I really ain't got much right now. It's kind of early. So, uh, yeah, forgive that. But I do appreciate all my new listeners, all my veteran listeners, who I so affectionately call my angels. I appreciate y'all. I miss some of y'all. Hey, have you guys noticed that you're starting to recognize people's voices, not even looking down at your phone? I just did that. I was just like, oh my God, that's so-and-so, and that's so-and-so, and that's so-and-so, and oh my God, that's so-and-so. So, and so. <laughs> All right, guys, let me get some coffee into my body. And I'll be back a little later. Okay, darlings. My little bop bops. <laughs> Bye. I, too, by Langston Hughes. I, too, sing America. I am the darker brother. They send me to eat in the kitchen when company comes. But I laugh <laughs> and I eat well and grow strong tomorrow I'll be at the table when company comes nobody will dare say to me eat in the kitchen then besides they'll see how beautiful I am and be ashamed I too am America don't walk away from me Explain yourself and why you're trying to break up my family. Do you love them? Well, so do uh, uh, You need to turn around, say goodbye. How about never, never, ever, ever will you get my name? You think you the shit, well, I'm the big shit, don't you understand? I'm wise, I'm wise.
don't you forget that you love it, love it, love it. Do you love it, love it, love it? Do you love it? I wanna know. Angie. Angie. <laughs> Angie. <laughs> see, you see you making my dog sad. Angie, what's up with your girl? <laughs> what's up with your girl, Countess? I know I've been on her lately. And uh, I'm on the committee now, but Angie, I can't help it. I can't help it. I am so... That's how I feel. My dog whining is exactly how I feel about that song. <laughs> I can't. Angie. Angie. <sighs> Just don't kick me off the committee. I feel like we should get at least one pass, maybe a day. I don't want to risk it and say, say you know, like tw twice a day. So maybe it's once a week. But the weekends are free. What do you think? Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at first, at first I didn't know who that was. Oh my God, y'all, that's Countess Vaughn. I think she's doing it as a parody, as a joke. She has a song on YouTube called Wifey, and the video is funny. So I think it's a joke. <laughs> Maybe somebody dared her to do a video and she just didn't care. But it seems like she has several videos up and I did not know she was a musical artist. But Kelly Dees, you are, you need to tread carefully because you're on the petty committee and you cannot be petty. That is not part of the petty committee. We're here to regulate the pettiness. You cannot be actually petty at all, guys. Come on. It's too early. <laughs> I'm so excited about my song, Wifey. I can't wait to make it official in this booth. I'm wifey. <laughs> it might have heard about me. I'm wifey. And don't you forget that. So I came by the studio to fill Charles in, or let's get the creative for the video. And she's in the booth. I'm hearing Countess, and I'm a little concerned. You know, she sounds hoarse. It sounds like her throat hurts. So I'm a little concerned. 
Hi, baby. Hey. What's in your little Tupperware? What's that? Oh, that's Cheetos. Cheetos? What does that do? It's the mucus. I do it. I'm like, okay, so Beyonce, Whitney, I mean, um, everybody, you guys eat Cheetos? <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> You're sounding good, but how does your throat feel? So far, it's cool, you know. We got to get it while we can. I mean, it's not keeping me from my dream just because they tell me you're hoarse. So it can never be fixed? It'll always be, like, raspy kind of? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> There's a lot that goes with having thyroid right now. Okay, guys, it's your girl, Angie Ray. You guys have Kelly D's. I'm going to embrace Black Radio to blame for this next set of pettiness that's coming up. I don't know. The petty spirit has hit my loins. And I am unapologetic uh, for the petty series that's coming up. Um, Kelly, to answer your question, we will get two hours of pettiness starting now. It's 10.30 a.m. on the East Coast. Um, so, yeah, at 12.30, the pettiness stops, and we return to the petty committee. If that's understood and agreed upon, then it's a go. Guys, gird your loins. It's going to be a bumpy ride. It would just be really nice to get through one event without Shade Fest 2016. I mean, come on, people. I heard you you were just quite the little archival person looking up footnotes and stuff online. Never like that. I was just browsing through. Just browsing through, and, through yeah, and my you know, face just happened to pop. I know how it is. Yeah, and it just popped up. The internet's just so funny that way. Well, but when you got cast for the position, it popped up too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, of course. I, I, I didn't, honey. It's a recast. But thank you. And thank you as a black woman being supportive of another black woman. That's a beautiful trait. I'm mixed. With what? You're mixed. With what? You're of color, though, because we're the same skin color. So you're black. So we we should support each other. Let's just support each other. Let's not be negative.
April and I'm 47 years old. I was teased about having a flat butt and kind of started my mental quest for a larger butt. At 38, a woman who wasn't a doctor said that she did butt injections. A week later, I found myself laying on her daughter's bed, having the silicone injected into my body. I didn't do any research on the silicone that was injected in my body, nor did I do any research on this woman. A year later, after the injections, my butt started to get hard, started being discolored, and then it started itching, and then extremely painful. The second year, I went to numerous doctors to have the silicone removed, but they would have had to remove my butt cheeks, and nobody wanted to do that. By the fourth year, I was in excruciating pain. I went to the hospital. One of the nurses put some cream on my butt cheeks. Ended up eating a hole through my right butt cheek. And two months later, I ended up contracting a staph infection. I was rushed to the hospital. They gave me 24 hours to live. Put me in an, an induced coma. And they put me on a medication that would help to increase my blood pressure. That medication caused gangrene to my extremities. Once I came out of the coma, I could see that my hands and my feet were necrotic. I knew that I was going to have to lose my hands and my feet. And I was just devastated. My hands and my feet, they would never come back. That's over for me. But at least I can use this to help share with someone else so that they would never have to experience anything like this, especially in the name of a butt. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T. T. Y. I'm petty all the time. Drank free falling over here. You know, everything is bigger in Texas. They over there screwing and chopping Tom Petty songs. 
They need to get some hobbies or some jobs. Yo, Angie. You <laughs> you are too dope. I'm gonna leave it at that for that for that wig segment. That segment on the wig. Oh man. I get I get it. I get it. I I, I feel like everybody you know, ha well, get their guards raised for certain things. But I think us African Americans, man, we look at, we look at those things like some of those things that some people would think were superficial. We look at, we look at a personal appearance, especially in a professional, a professional arena, such as medical profession. And it's like, look, you gonna try to tell me how to live my mm -hmm. life? You got, you got to, you you have got to, uh, you got to do better. You gotta do better. Hey, Angie Ray, TC Ray. I'm gonna call you Angel, like you call us angels. And just stopping in to tell you that um, you have a wonderful energy, you have wonderful vibes, and you give out such positivity. Uh, positive um, vibes you give out, you know. <laughs> and um, it is a good, effective way to spread around to everybody. And yeah, so just keep it up and um, just you're, you're much appreciated. Thank you, Angie. What's going on, angels? It's your girl, Angie Ray. I hope you guys are having a great afternoon. I definitely am. So I wanted to take this segment to let you guys know why I celebrate other people. Um, even people I don't even know. I always appreciate, I've been doing it for years too, I always celebrate other people um, because I feel like there's a lot, there's not a lot of people out there doing that. And every single time I've celebrated someone, God has blessed me. And so I still want God to bless me. So I keep showing out love. That's it. Uh, case in point, in order to be a professional or be recognized as a professional performer, in the acting world, there's a um, entity called the Screen Actors Guild, or SAG for short. And in order to join SAG, which is a union, they they present difficult hoops for you to jump through, almost impossible. And I won't go into details here, but I there's an easy way and there's a hard way to get into SAG and the easy way is almost impossible but if you get it then it's easy <laughs> if this makes sense so one day I was working on a, ser a mini series and I really just enjoyed the energy on set I really just enjoyed everyone there and I wasn't even doing anything but background I mean all I was doing was being an extra and I went on social media and I was supporting um, the miniseries. It's called The Unwritten Rules. And um, I did that without anyone asking me, okay? And I just felt like more people needed to hear about this miniseries. So I just started promoting her. And I didn't. she didn't ask me to or anything. Well, a couple months go by and she sends me an email and she's like, hey, you have been showing me so much love. I want to do something for you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and Taft Hartley you in to the union. 
So I'm going to write a part for you. Um, I need you to come in and be this character called Marilyn. And so I was like, you're going to write a what? <laughs> you're going to write a part for me? Um, I've, now, mind you, I was in L.A. for seven years struggling to even get into the union, which like I told you before, it was nearly impossible. So this lady who I barely know, because I was showing love to her, decided to show love back to me. And she tap heartly me in, which is basically, um, basically in, in, in a short form, if a producer feels like there's not another actor out there to do or play the part, they will pay a penalty to the Screen Actors Guild in order for you to become this character that they want, which is called a Taff Hartley. And major productions, they do it. Major productions do it. But I didn't think that she would do that for me. But she did. And that was really God. Because God kept telling me to keep promoting her. So, if God is telling you to do something for someone or your higher power is telling you to do something for someone, just do it because you never know that it might be a blessing in disguise. So that's my little feel-good story. I hope you guys liked it. That's a little bit about me. So yes, now I'm SAG eligible for life until I join the union. But it's the very thing that I need to be recognized as a professional actor. And that's that. So, all right, guys. Bye. Thanks for stopping by, and thanks for calling in. I really appreciate it. You're, like, my fave already. So let's try to keep in contact. I see that you um, do reviews about Scandal and TV shows. I'm really big on TV and movies as well. So um, we can maybe even link sometimes to, like, give different feedback. Um, I just went and seen Proud Mary last week when it came out on Friday. I'm not sure if you've seen it. But I would love to discuss that um, with you. I'm really big into film. I actually write scripts sometimes um, during my downtime. So let's just, like, link and let's definitely, like, try to keep each other motivated. And, again, I hope you're having a great Saturday. And I hope you have a great weekend. And thanks again for calling into my station. Peace. I have... Many friends named so-and-so as well. What a coincidence. And isn't it weird how people name their children so-and-so? Oh, well. So have a good day. Ciao. All right, angels. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I really didn't want to talk about this, but it's all over every social media, all over the news, and I'm just so sick of it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, men, this is for you. I just, I'm really curious. Why would a man pay $15,000 for a robot that he can have intercourse with versus zero dollars for a woman that he can actually have a conversation with and possibly marry and still come out on top like why are you guys doing this is it because 
there's commitment issues and you rather just pay $15,000 for a robot? Or is it like a little bit deeper than that? Is it like a little mental? Like $15,000? $15,000 to buy a robot to do anything you want with. And is it just because the robot doesn't really... Well, nope. The robot talks back. Um, I guess the robot can cook, can clean, can hold intelligent conversation. But you guys do know that it's all a machine, right? <laughs> like, okay, I need some help to, to really figure this out. Like, why? Why would a guy do that? I mean, is this appeasing to you guys? I'm not a guy, so I need to know, like... When you guys heard about this $15,000 robot, were you like instantly jealous or like, have you made plans to buy one? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. There's so many women out here that you can have a conversation with and that you can marry and have a fabulous relationship with. But yet, some of you, not all, but some of you are buying robots that cost $15,000 to do the same exact thing. So I need answers. Thank you very much.